This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi and welcome to the final podcast of 2020 for the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast and what a year it has been. So it's New Year's Eve, Uh, you might be going out if you are allowed out. If not, then I hope you have a wonderful evening tonight and you have lots to look forward to in 2021 because let's be honest, it can't be, um, it's going to be a bit better than 2020, isn't it? So I hope you've had a lovely restful Christmas holiday. You've had lots of time with your loved ones, your family and your fur family as well. And I wanted to give you a really practical podcast to um, end the year and start the next year. So I'm imagining you will not be listening to this podcast as it goes out on New Year's Eve. I would hope that you have got more exciting things to do than listen to my dulcet tones. However, if you're listening to it in the first week of the new year, you might be planning, you might be thinking about the goals that you have for 2021, then this podcast is going to be really practical, really helpful, particularly if you want to get publicity for your pet business in 2021. So what we're going to talk about today is how to plan your publicity for the new year and how to make sure that your pet business gets in the spotlight. So and talk about how to actually plan your publicity. It's going to be really practical. But what I want to do, first of all, is just try to define what publicity is. So over the last few weeks, I have been doing a lot of thinking about what publicity is. And this is something that's actually been kind of preying on my mind for quite a while. So when I first decided to um, write a book a couple of years ago now called Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses, which then led to me having offering courses, offering online training and now a membership and now obviously this podcast. I used to look at publicity and I used to think, well, it's all about getting in mainstream media. It's all about getting in newspapers, in magazines. Um, onto news websites, that kind of thing. Now, having lots of had having had lots of time to reflect and having done lots of work with pet business owners over the last couple of years, I have really um, had a rethink about what publicity is. It's also come from actually having conversations with people where they have told me what their perception of publicity is, and it's been different to what the traditional perception really is. So now, when I look at publicity, I look at it on two levels. I look at it as you can have level one, which is the publicity that you create yourself. So you can create such a buzz about your brand. We are so fortunate these days because we've got social media, we've got our own websites, we've got we've got podcasts, we've got YouTube channels, we've got loads of different ways we can hype our business and reach loads of people and that's in our control. So that's the first one. So we've got our own media, so that's the media that you can create and you can get publicity that way. And then the second type of publicity is publicity on other people's platforms. So that might be the Daily Mail, it might be the Telegraph, it might be Your Dog magazine, it could be the London Dogvine blog, it could be anything. It could be Anna Webb's A Dog's Life podcast, it could be loads of different channels. But it doesn't tradition it doesn't always have to be a newspaper, a magazine, it doesn't have to be traditional media. The way I view the other level of publicity, publicity on other people's platforms, is literally going on their platform and having a different platform for you to talk about what it is that you do, whether it's your product or service. So when I talk about planning your publicity for 2021, I'm talking about your own publicity that you create and the publicity that you can go and get elsewhere, so on other people's platforms. So 
What we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to break down the questions that I think you might have around planning publicity as in, well, the first one is, you know, where the hell do I start? And I'm going to break it down for you, make it really, really simple and practical for you. And I hope that by the end of listening to me talking, um, you will be able to go away and come up with a plan to um, get publicity for your business in the new year. Okay, so if you'd like to put your pet business in the spotlight in 2021, and I'm imagining that you would, because if if you didn't, then you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, um, but you're not quite sure what to do, then please don't worry, because it is completely achievable for you to win really great, fantastic media coverage, as long as you've got a little bit of a plan. So in this podcast, I'm going to share how to put one together and how to increase your chances of featuring in the media in 2021. Um, If you do need some more support, I am having a class on this very topic and it's happening on the 7th of January, I think. Let me just check. Hang on. Yes. So it's happening on the 7th of January at 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. UK time. And it is called Plan Your Publicity for 2021. It's going to be a 90 minute long masterclass. You get a workbook where you get prompts, where you can put your ideas. Um, There'll be calendars in there, there'll be templates, there'll be all kinds of different things that you can use to plan your publicity for 2021. So if you listen to this podcast and you think, actually, I would like some more support, come along to the class. It's £47 um, and you can come and learn everything that you need to do to um, get publicity. Um, So first question that you might have when it comes to planning your publicity for the new year might be, why do I need to plan my publicity? Surely you just react to what's going on in the news or something happens in your business and you think, okay, I'm going to do a story about it. So I'm going to say something now um, about when it comes to planning and I am going to be completely honest and say that I am not a planner. I am a winger. So um, generally I, I do... I do kind of I plan a lot more, but I do I'm quite responsive. So a lot of the podcast episodes that you might hear um, are things where I've, someone said something, I've reacted to it, and I thought, right, I'm going to do a podcast about it. I do I I do do very loose planning though. So I will every quarter I plan my podcast episodes ahead of myself, um, so I know what I'm going to be doing over the next few months. Um, I also have I also write columns sometimes for newspapers about pets and I will need to do those a few weeks in advance and I need to be thinking about them a few months in advance so for example I will be thinking about bonfire night in September even though it's not until November so and when it comes to you know I have to plan because I'm a journalist I don't plan as much as I should do if I planned more as a journalist I probably would earn more um, but I am a little bit chaotic so I'm not a planner so when you're if you're thinking why do I need to plan I hear where you're coming from because I don't like planning either But when it comes to getting media coverage, getting publicity, people will work months ahead. Even bloggers will work months ahead. I've just um, done a review for my pet blog and I got the product back in October. So people do work a few months ahead. So if you wanted to feature in a publication in June, you need to be thinking about what you're going to be doing in March. So for example, one of my clients, Lottie from the Cozy Canine Company, she has an awareness day happening around dog poo in May and she is planning her, she's doing her planning now. She's starting in January. She's going to be doing various different things to get publicity for that event in May. But she's got, we've mapped out her activity and it's going to be going on in February, March, April, May, right up to the event. So you need to be planning, particularly if it's a big campaign like Lottie's working on. And if you plan, you're going to have more ideas and you're going to have more opportunities as well. But if you leave it to the last minute, then chances are that you're going to miss out. So let's say if you were going to have an open day at your doggy daycare centre in April, and then you just kind of contacted the journalist and said, please, can you write about it? It's happening next week. 
they might come back and say, have you got a press release? Do you have any images? And then you'd be like, no, I haven't got anything because you've just thought, oh, I'll just tell them about it a few days before and it's probably not gonna make. However, if you've taken the time to plan for the press release for April, maybe started working on it in February, you'd have everything ready to send off. You'd have sent it off a few weeks earlier. The likelihood of getting featured will be much, much higher. So that's why you need to plan. And I'm not a planner, but you know, if you want to achieve this, you do need to plan. So next question might be, how do you even start when it comes to making a plan for getting publicity? So this is what I would advise you to do. So take a look across the whole year, so from January right through to December and think about what happens every month and is there something there that you can create a media opportunity from. So for example, in November, we've got bonfire night. So it's, you know, that happens on the same day every year and we know that animals get frightened. So let's say you sell a product which is a calming product or a plug-in for animals on bonfire night. You need to be planning your publicity, all of your activity for bonfire night way, way, way ahead of bonfire night. You need to be reaching out to influencers, you need to be reaching out to the media, you need to be writing out pictures, press releases. Definitely, you know, September onwards really. Bonfire night's in October, bonfire night's in November even. Um, and again, I'm not, a pet, I'm not a, I um, don't have any expert knowledge about animal behavior or anything like that. I'm a regular pet owner, but I do know that we should be preparing our pets at least a month before for bonfire night. So if you're gonna rock up, at the end of October to try and pitch something about bonfire night, chances are it's already been written about, so make sure that you think ahead. So let's say if you're an animal behaviourist, you could pitch an expert comment piece in September about how it's best to start preparing your pet a month ahead. Now that's a really good story idea, and chances are you're going to be the first person to approach the journalist with that story idea if you do it in September, and you want to be the first person rather than the person who rocks up on November the 3rd and just gets ignored. Um, so let's say you know, whatever it is that you've got going on, the sooner you can tell people about it, the better. You need to give them, you need to give the media and people in general enough time to put it in the diary so they can come along. So if we were talking about the open day, for example, you'd want the article to run a week before the actual open day is taking place. You don't want it, you know, if you pitch it the week of the open day, quite often a local paper will be finished a week, near enough a week before it comes out. So you want to pitch it so it's coming out in the paper at least a week before. So your next question might be, what if I don't have anything happening that I might use for publicity? So that is why I think having a plan, even though I'm, not, even though I'm a non-planner, having a plan will help make things happen for you when it comes to publicity. So like I say, I plan out my year now. I have become a lot more meticulous before I was just chaotic. And having a plan is really, really going to help. So one of the things you can do to, um, just when it comes to, you know, coming, just coming up with, you know, if you, if you can't think of anything that you might get publicity for, one of the things that you could do to make your pet business stand out is to apply for awards and then perhaps win awards. So this is a really great way for you to get publicity and for you to, you know, stand out above the competition. Because if there are, you know, five dog walkers in a five mile radius of where you live and you're the award winning dog walker, that's really impressive. So when you know, when a new dog owner might be looking at different people's websites or looking at different people's social media or trying to get recommendations and thinking about what they want, who they want to care for their dog, they're going to be impressed by the fact that you're an award-winning dog walker. And up until I interviewed someone for this podcast, Kirsty, who is like the queen of awards um, a few weeks ago, I didn't really get the fact that you can apply for awards yourself. I kind of saw that it was possible, but I just, I don't know why. I just thought I would never do that. 
And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with applying for awards. What I'm saying is I'm the one who's made the mistake because I should be applying for awards. So I'm going to put it out there. That's what I'm going to be doing in 2020, 2021 even. I want to be winning awards and you can do the same. And if you win an award for your pet business, quite often the organisations who, who actually organise the awards will send out a press release for you. So they're even doing the work on your behalf. So for example, if you, um, if you apply for like a Federation of Small Business Award they, and you won, they would send out a press release to the local media about you. Even if it was a different kind of award where you didn't have the press release written for you, you can create one yourself and it's really, really easy for you to do that. All you need to do is put together a pitch, send it off to the journalist. If they ask for a press release, I've got a template that you can download. I've got another podcast, which I'll link to in this episode, um, where you can go and find out how to write a press release. And it's really simple. You could probably do one in, in say, you know, a few hours to get the, get the basics down of what you'd need for your press release. Um, and also, you know, a story about a local business doing well and having their work recognised by an award, that's a really great story for a business page. So, you know, you're going, you're giving, to the, giving the journalist something that's going to be helpful for their readers, something that, that, that people in their area are going to want to know about and something that's going to result in publicity for you and elevate your pet business above the competition and make you look like the superstar pet business in your town, which is what we all want, isn't it? Um, so like I say, you can, you know, use the award, you can use it on your social media as well, you can use it on your website, you can use it in so many ways and really create some hype around your pet business. So that's one thing that you can do if you don't have anything happening that you might be able to use for publicity. But what I would suggest is that you have a look across the whole year, you look at the, you know, you look at what's actually happening in the diary. So and when I say that, I mean things like Easter, summer, that kind of thing. But actually, if you really kind of sit down and focus on your plan, you'll think about things like, oh, actually, you know, in winter, sorry, in the summer holidays, I have like a special expeditions package. Or if you're like a pet city, you might have a special holiday package and you could perhaps talk about that. That can be the kind of thing that you'd look to get publicity for certainly be creating content on your own platforms as well and creating your own publicity um, for that particular package or product. So, you know, if you were bringing out, let's say if you make products and you were bringing out a new a new overnight bag for pet parents, you would want to create a bit of hype around that. So if that bag was coming out in, say, July, ahead of people going on some holidays, you might want to get it featured in magazines. You would be going all out on social media. You might want to contact some influencers to try out the bag. You might want to reach out to some blogs and get them to feature you. So again, you've got that launch coming in July, but back in you know June, you can, May, June, you can start working on it and, and contacting people and finding people who could help you spread the message about your brilliant new product. So next question you might have, is there any might be is there anything else you can use to create angles so angles are really important whenever you're pitching there does need to be some kind of story angle so another thing that you can do is you can use things called awareness days and national days so you might have seen these on social media you might have used them already um, they are things like you know national dog photography day national puppy day um, you know national walk your dog day national dress up your pet day international cat day pet obesity awareness day all these kind of things happen every month of the year and you can, if it's related to your business, you can use it for pitching to the media. So let's say, for example, I've just been interviewing Hannah from Canine Arthritis Management earlier on today and she could pitch around Arthritis Month because there is an Arthritis Month for humans. Pets are affected by it as well. So she could use that date, that key date in the diary and pitch around arthritis. She could plan a, a, a campaign even 
around canine arthritis. Um, so as I say, um, there's loads of pet themes awareness days. When I'm working with my clients, I encourage them to look at the awareness days and think, okay, how can I make that relevant to my business? How can I use this to create some hype around what I do and get some publicity? So a couple of more, a couple more examples. We've got Pet Anxiety Month in March, so you can be doing lots around that if you're a pet behaviourist and you work with anxious animals. Um, and then we've got National Dog Photography Day on July the 26th. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you will be aware of this amazing, momentous day, which I love. Um, so it's created with Kerry Jordan, created by Kerry Jordan, who's a pet photographer. And um, I have an interview with her, which you can link to in the show notes as well. And she created her own awareness day to raise the profile of her brand, but also for people to celebrate their dogs and their dog photos. So it's a really special day. Everyone shares photos of their dogs. She trended at number one on Twitter a couple of years ago, which was just amazing. Like it was just the best thing ever. Even the queen got involved. So that's, you know, that's something that you could potentially get involved with, with your business. If you're a pet photographer, you're a dog photographer, you can pitch to the local paper about National Dog Photography Day. Just because it's not your day, it's Kerry's day. It doesn't matter. You can still use it. Kerry wants to get it out there about her day. So don't worry about using other people's days. Um, now, I, an example of using someone else's day, a really great example is um, something from one of my clients, Karen Boisted, who is also on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And you want to listen to it because she is absolutely amazing at getting publicity. She's had like more than 20 pieces of publicity in 2020, which is just superb. Anyway, Karen um, from Beastly Thoughts, dog training over in Wales, she uh, knew it was National Dog Photography Day. So she went on social media on the day and she asked her followers to send photos of their dogs. So it did really well on social media. She got publicity on her own platform. Then she went to a local newspaper and said, I've got these brilliant, um, these brilliant photos of people celebrating National Dog Photography Day yesterday. They're really great photos of dogs having fun. Would you like a story about it? And they were like, yep, sounds brilliant. Who doesn't love looking at pictures of dogs? So she wrote up a press release. And in there, she talked about how the fact that it was National Dog Photography Day. It was founded by Kerry Jordan to celebrate the love we have for our dogs. And this is what, you know, clients of Karen Boyce did on social media. And if you want to get in touch with Karen, you can reach her on a website at, you know, www. You can follow her on social media. You can email her or you can ring her. They even put her phone number in, which is just amazing. All of that was for free. She just sent off an email and she pitched. So she thought ahead, she's thought, okay, what are we gonna do for National Dog Photography Day? How can I make this work for me? How can I make it work with my own publicity, but also get some publicity with on someone else's platform on a massive newspaper? Absolutely brilliant publicity for Karen. Um, so that's how you can use awareness days. And if you um, if you are thinking of you know using them more, got another podcast episode purely on that topic which I'll link to in the show notes and if you would like to find out when these awareness days are happening I also highly recommend um, a media diary and planner which I use from Janet Murray so she is a marketing expert former journalist like me um, and she creates a brilliant media diary so um, you can I'll link to that in the episode as well and you can go and get a copy um, I'm also going to be giving one away in my free um, publicity challenge which is happening in a few weeks time but more on that later anyway so that's how you can you that's that's a thing that you can do to create angles if you're stuck for angles you can use awareness days um so your next question might be i've got the beginnings of a publicity plan what do i do next so i hope that by now you've got a couple of ideas on what you're going to focus on when it comes to your publicity 
So your next step is to create your publicity materials. So that might be your social media posts, it might be infographics, it could be blogs, it could be newsletters, either printed or um, digital. Um, you might also want to think about working with other pet brands to increase your reach and visibility or organisations like Vets. So again, just building on what I talked about with Hannah on the podcast earlier when I interviewed her, that podcast will be live now, so I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Um, like Hannah was talking about arthritis and how to make sure that more pet owners know about the signs and what to look for. Um, and one of the things we talked about was how pet professionals can collaborate with vets and work together to make more owners aware of arthritis. So when you're thinking about your publicity, what you might want to do is you might want to get other organisations involved to help make your make your your publicity stronger and more credible. So if you were writing something about canine arthritis, for example, you might want to get your local vet involved. Let's say you're a groomer, you're writing about how to spot the signs of arthritis, you might want to get some quotes from a vet. So think about the people who can help you with your publicity. Also, if you were just, you know, creating your canine arthritis blog on your own website, if you had a vet involved, then that's helping you build relationships with your local vet. And you're going to share that on your platform and they're probably, you're going to tag them and they're probably going to share it as well. So you're going to be reaching their clients and you're also going to have that lovely credibility um, of you know being the groomer who works with the local vets, which is going to be really great for helping build relationships with potential clients. Um, the next thing that you want to do is you want to think about finding places to get publicity. So as I said earlier, we've got the publicity that you can generate on your own social media, your website, your podcast, your newsletter, your email newsletter, all your own platforms. Then we've got other people's platforms. So we've got the newspapers, the magazines, TV, local websites, blogs and influencers. So have a think about where you want your campaign to feature and then really start on building up, building up to that. So that might be if you wanted to work with an influencer, the first step to do would be to start nurturing your relationship with them. Follow them wherever they hang out the most, comment on their posts, you know, ask questions, you know, just build that relationship as you would do with any other business relationship for somebody who you wanted to work with. So if you wanted to work with them, if you wanted to do an influencer campaign in April, I suggest you make a list of your influencers and you start nurturing your relationship now. If you want to pitch to a newspaper, I would go and get the newspaper of course, um, and start having a look through it, pulling out pages, keeping a cuttings file, follow the reports on social media and have a look at the kind of things that they look for. So start building that relationship now. So your next question might be, okay, I've got my plan. Um, what happens if something comes up outside of it? Well, that is brilliant. So if you've got your plan and you've already got ideas bubbling away that you're going to be working on to promote your business and get publicity that's fantastic but you can also be reactive to what's happening in the world and use that to create your own hype so again Karen Boyce such a great example when COVID when lockdown hit she created she'd have already had a PR plan I imagine because she's really switched on with that kind of thing um, and I nag her as well um, but I imagine when COVID you know when COVID hit and the second lockdown kicked in Karen would have thought okay what can I do how can I how can I use this to to reach pet owners in where I live so she would have come up with a story idea based on that and she would have put out a press release I know that she did it so you can react to what's happening in the world and you can go outside of your plan don't feel that you have to stick to your plan your plan will keep you on track it will give you a publicity roadmap for the whole year which is going to be brilliant it's going to keep you visible and you're going to form really good habits when it comes to getting publicity but you can go off your plan as well. So once you get into the swing of knowing what is a publicity opportunity, what people are going to want to read about, write about and consume, 
then you're going to find more come to you. So you're going to create more content, you're going to create more opportunities, you're going to get more coverage like Karen did. Um, so your final question might be, what if you want some help? So I've got two options for you. First of all, you've got this podcast, so you can go and listen to it again if you want to. So actually, that's three options. Um, I've also got my publicity challenge, which is happening from the 11th to the 15th of January. And I would love you to come along and come along with a story idea and I can help you in the challenge. So over the five days, you can get lots of free advice and guidance from me on the challenge. It will be live. You can ask me any questions that you want around your story ideas. Um, there's going to be loads of loads of stuff going on. You're going to learn kind of what it's like to work with me. Um, but it's all for free and, you know, you can come away from the challenge with everything that you need to go and get some publicity. We're also going to be having prizes. One of the prizes will be a month free in my membership for the most engaged person. The second prize is going to be um, a Janet Murray media diary, which I've just talked about, and that's going to help you find story ideas. Um, and then the other thing that I have for you is if you would like, if you would like to sit down with me, basically, and get your plan done, actually have a workbook and everything that you need to actually do your plan so it's done for you with me explaining how to make it work i've got a plan your publicity for 2021 masterclass happening on the 7th of january at 1 p.m uk time so if you want to come along to that it's 47 pound it's going to be about 90 minutes I'm going to have q a i'm going to show you how to create your publicity plan and make 2021 the year that you put your pet business you really put it in the spotlight really put yourself on the map so if you'd like to come along, I'll link to it in the show notes or you can drop me a message. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all social media platforms. Also, you can obviously message me on my Facebook group as well, which is Publicity for Pet Businesses on Facebook. Or you can find me via my website at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk. So that's all from me. If you're listening live and the day this goes out, then Happy New Year. I hope you have a wonderful night tonight. And if you're listening in the future, then let me know how you get on with your PR planning. And I hope that 2021 is a fantastic year for you and your pet business. I will see you soon and all the very best. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.